Hey, welcome to the first episode of Nobody's Listening to This Movie Podcast here on the Nobody's Listening to This Network. Here we are. Uh, here we are. Here we are. Uh, I'm Spencer, one of the co-hosts, and uh, joining with me is the other co-host, Eric. That's how's me. Going? I'm doing good. How's, how's it going over there? I mean, you know, it's it's, it's going, man. It's it's uh, kind of crazy right now. Stuff's going on in the world, um, even just here locally. It's it's uh, yeah, it's tough, but um, you know, we're getting through it and everything. So, mm-hmm. kind of going with the flow. Yeah. That's all you can do right now. So. Uh, what are we doing here, man? What is uh, what is this all about? Well, so you know, this is a uh, this is a movie podcast, um, ah, and so basically, I, I think what's going to happen here is we'll talk about uh, a couple movies, um, mm. maybe eventually a, a TV show or two will will find its way in. Yeah, um, and you know, for the for the listeners who don't know, you know, we we went to uh, film school together. Um, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I finished recently. You you finished soon, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, going into the the last year here. Yep. <laughs> and um, yeah, so this is uh, this is how we this is how we talk about movies now. Um, instead of sitting in class and, and talking over a different movie, um, we'll just uh, we we took <laughs> yeah, it out of the exactly. classroom and and here we are. <laughs> yeah, I mean. When we weren't paying attention to what we should have been paying attention to, we were just talking about movies anyway. So mm-hmm. we were like, yeah, just just do it like this. Yeah, cut out cut out that. <laughs> this other way part. we're not disruptive. Yeah. <laughs> this way we're not. Uh, this way we're not. Uh, we're actually paying attention to what we should be paying attention to. Uh huh. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, give us a little background, Eric, on your um, kind of journey with film or your history uh, history with film. Yeah. So you know, um, I've always I've always watched um, media taking in some 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 films and some some tv lots of screen time um but you know i think it's i think it's valuable uh i have no screen time aut- automatically comes with a bit of a connotation of you know rot in your brain or whatever but um, <laughs> right right i think uh, i think i uh you know i'm getting some joy out of it or whatever so um but yeah and uh, i've always liked to play with cameras and stuff and those two kind of you know, found found their way together, started uh, the film program at UH, and um, yeah, that's about that. So, uh, how how about for you? Where, where's your where's your path in? Awesome, yeah. Um, so I guess I've you know I've always kind of been interested in movies like you. Uh, my parents have just a massive collection of movies. Um, we have about twelve hundred in our house: uh, VHS, DVDs, Blu-rays. So a huge collection. So when I was growing up, uh, luckily my parents were able to show me a bunch of the of the movies that we have. A lot of classics in there too. So I kind of got that uh, old school vibe from some of them. And when I uh, first started that program that you mentioned that we were in, um, I really wanted to do editing. Um, that was kind of like what I really had fun with. I would do like maybe side projects on the side and then after a couple courses, I really was interested in film analysis and sort of that uh, critical studies aspect to it. Um, so I decided to shift and focus more on critical studies and been able to take some courses in the program, outside of the program too. So I, I've been very fortunate to get a pretty broad spectrum of uh, movie knowledge. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. And um yeah, entering my last year of that program, so uh, hopefully everything goes according to plan. 
Some may even say that uh, this is this is very much um, a critical studies uh, endeavor, if Uh, you will. Yeah, yeah, analysis for sure, man. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we're gonna be chatting about all kind of film stuff. Some of it analysis Mm -hmm. and uh, whatever. I mean, really, it's just a conversation. So yeah, awesome. Um, so yeah, that's the introductions out of the way. I guess we can get into the main topic now, um, of today's show. Um, episode one, topic one, episode one, topic one. Yeah. So for the first one, we really wanted to talk about films that we think all film schools should be teaching. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, I guess we kind of came up with this because these movies that we're going to mention, we didn't get to, uh, study in film school right so uh for the most part anyway and um mm-hmm. it's you know it's unfortunate but um we still got some to watch some some good ones here and there too yeah for sure but uh, yeah these films are just I, we think that it's too important they're too good to mm-hmm. leave out and um we hope that that uh every film student can get the opportunity to watch these and hopefully get them assigned to them so they can do like a deep analysis but um yeah that'd be cool yeah Eric, how about you go first? Tell us, uh, tell us your first movie. What, what do you think uh, every film scholar should be watching? All right, my first pick um, was The Big Lebowski. Awesome, uh, love it. Yeah, love it. so a real, a real classic, a real gem. I think I did actually. Um, I was sort of assigned it in one class, but it was kind of like a student presentation, and they like it was another student assigned it basically. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but so I really love The Big Lebowski. I think it's really funny. Um, I also think that's something in um, in school that was not touched on a lot is just comedy. And even like, um, you know, in, in, in our production classes and, you know, writing scripts and screenplays and stuff, I usually went um, the comedy route and... Uh, like a lot of Meanwhile, people, everyone else is being really dark and everything. <laughs> yeah, their, yeah, uh, super moody and melodramatic <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, bring a little light to it. Yeah, cool, man. Yeah, and like I feel like a lot of people would say that they had a tough time writing comedy too, and you know, if everybody's saying that, that maybe we should learn about some comedy too. Um, and not yeah, only is point. it a good, funny movie, it's just like well written. And it's really like beautifully shot and everything too. Roger Deakins is the uh, the DP. Um, That's the guy, man. Roger Deakins. Yeah, the dude. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Cohen Brothers directed it. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, what's what's your first pick? Um. Well, real quick, yeah. I would just like to say that man, I love The Big Lebowski too. Yeah, yeah. Um, great movie. Like you said, super funny. The dialogue is just perfect it really is it's and, great and yeah the way that you know walter interrupt the dude uh-huh. or just the conversations <laughs> that they're having You're out you know, of your it's, it's hilarious but it it feels so real too like they're they're really it's not it's not you know pitched or anything it's it's real conversations right. that real people have so awesome first choice uh-huh. um for me my first choice has to go to the godfather um a film that i've been advocating for mm-hmm. uh, for it to be in a film uh course for ever and yeah. um wow i have not been able to study that in school of course i've seen it uh, quite a few times but i'd like to you know kind of really get in there and study the film with other uh, uh classmates and everything um you but know it's terrible what is that i still haven't seen the godfather 
<laughs> Ooh, that's a sin right there, my yeah, friend. Yeah, but you know, uh, maybe it, maybe, <laughs> I was going to say, maybe if it were assigned at school, I would have watched it. <laughs> I think if right? it were, I would have. Yeah, there were definitely a probably. lot of movies that we were told to watch <laughs> that uh, I did not make it to, which is not, not, <laughs> not something I'm proud of, but uh, the fact nonetheless. Right, right, right. You know, got life and stuff to, to yeah. take care of as well. But um, yeah, I mean, The Godfather, I mean, it really speaks for itself, but... Um, it's widely considered one of, if not the best film ever made, mm -hmm. um, directed by Francis Ford Coppola. The third one, right? Stellar, is the best one? Uh, <laughs> um, well, actually, <laughs> there's a, a big contention if the first one or the second one is is the, the best movie gotcha. uh, or which one is better than each other. Um, uh -huh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Francis Ford Coppola, director, um, and great, great cast. You know, you got um, Marlon Brando. Uh, Al Pacino, mm -hmm. uh, Robert Duvall, just to name a few. But um, the movie really has, uh, it's inserted in a time in Hollywood that this genre of crime film mm -hmm. was so big, especially during late 60s to even like the early 90s. So you had mm -hmm. films like The Godfather, like Scarface, like Taxi Driver, Goodfellas in, in, uh, in 1990, um, that it's such a big part of Hollywood's history and The Godfather, I feel, is the best out of all of them, even though the mm. other films are really good, too. Uh -huh. um, and so it's just so important to uh, the history of Hollywood and what it did for book to movie adaptation, because it is, you know, it's based on the Mario uh, Puzo's hmm. uh, novel. Gotcha. And uh, yeah, yeah. So it's it's left a legacy that a lot of other movies weren't able to do. And, um, it's, yeah, I mean, it's just so important and I'm, I'm sure other film schools, uh, assign this film because it's so widely known, but, uh, not the school that we went to. So uh, <laughs> a little uh -huh. unfortunate there. Um, but yeah, that's my, that's my thoughts on the Godfather. Do you have anything, uh, to add? I mean, you haven't seen it, but you have anything to, right. to add? Um, well, you know, there was, um, at one point, uh, I did, um, in, in one of my, it was Joel's directing class that I took. Um, that he did show like a uh, a montage from from The Godfather. Okay, cool, cool. And I I bet it's probably like the montage. But um, I I think I have an idea. You know, try to stay away from spoilers for the most part right, right now. Anyway, yeah. um, but I think I have an idea of what you're saying. And yeah, yeah, it's pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, so, it was really so you cool. got a, you got a taste of it then. Yeah, definitely you got a taste of it. And then at okay, that cool. point, I was kind of like, oh, I think I'll I'll watch this. Maybe I'll watch this tonight. <laughs> Hey man, I have like three copies of The Godfather. I have, uh, I, I do have the director's cut too. So uh, hey, whenever you want to, nice, yeah, maybe <laughs> I'll watch that. it up, man. <laughs> like uh, yeah, with so, your, what was that that other movie I borrowed from you? The the Bruce oh, Lee the Bruce one. Lee, it well, took like borrowed, a year to get to give two. it back. <laughs> yeah, you borrowed two of them, and uh, one made it back, but only the DVD case, and then I had to send it back to you uh -huh. to get the DVD. And <laughs> do I still have one? And, I don't know, actually. I should really check on that. But, um, That's you know, it's, it's, hey, maybe. it's all in good fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, awesome. So um, you have another one for us? Uh, another film that you think uh, every film student should be watching? Yeah. So my second one is uh, Catch Me If You Can. Awesome. Awesome pick. Yeah. Have you seen it? I have seen it. I have seen it. Yeah. Um, I feel like I remember seeing this one like a really long time ago. Like, I guess probably it just went around when it came out, like on DVD or something. Um, right. and I remember thinking it was pretty cool. Like the first time I saw it, 
Um, and like maybe I'd seen it like on TV or like if my mom was watching it or something. And then like maybe at some point in high school, I remember I remember like watching it just on my own, like on purpose. And I was like, awesome. Wow. This is like super cool because it's, you know, a, it's just a really cool story. Um, you know, true, true story, whatever. Leo. Uh, it's Tom a, Hanks. Yes. Ten, Tom Hanks. It's yeah. Steven Spielberg, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I don't know for sure. I mean, he's he's done a lot of movies with uh, Tom Hanks has done a lot of movies with Spielberg, so I imagine uh-huh. that's one of them. Um, yeah, which even that that was kind of interesting to me. I I for some reason I thought it was uh, Martin Scorsese, and I was like, <laughs> oh, because of DiCaprio. Yeah, and because it's very similar to Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That is that's a good uh, comparison there. Yeah, because it's you know Leo playing this real you know kind of scummy character almost <laughs> yeah i guess yeah. I, I feel like catch me if you can is mostly like kind of victimless crimes and just fraud and you know just it's just a nice way of putting it just yeah. pulling one over <laughs> on the banks and stuff so <laughs> yeah. I, i'm okay with that but uh yeah he's a little bit a little bit more sleazy and uh wolf of wall street obviously but but yeah so that that was that's a funny parallel to me i really like both those um but yeah, so I was watching like Catch Me If You Can just a few weeks ago too, and I was like, "Wow, this is like," I think I tweeted about it, and I was like, "This is the perfect <laughs> movie." Like, yeah, no, I really like it. Just I, like, yeah, I think it's great. It's so good, just like start to finish, like story. There's just like cool little like themes, like the music, like just there's so many choices with you know casting and acting and directing and camera and like the score is super cool um Mm -hmm. yeah i agree that's awesome yeah Yeah. i'm trying to find i have like a note uh, a little notepad here um where i think i like wrote down some some stuff about it but one thing that i really loved about it um is um but one thing one thing i think is super cool and i i wonder why i have this idea but i always think of like the Tom Hanks and the FBI guys as like mice. Like there's something okay, very okay, like, interesting. they're kind of like a weird little group kind of like scurrying around and like, <laughs> there's like the shots of like their feet or like, Oh, okay. That's cool I don't know, analysis. So, yeah. yeah I don't, and I don't know why I have that idea or maybe, maybe, maybe that's even like a weird way to look at it. Cause in a way it's like cat right. and mouse with Leo would be sort of a more mousy one, but Right, right. But Maybe either you way, should call up uh, Steven and ask him. Yeah, I'll um, ask. Well, Steve, yeah. yeah. I just call him. Well, Steve. Yeah, right, he tells course, me. Sorry, yeah. Because <laughs> whenever, yeah, for a while I was, you know, saying, um, Mr. Spielberg, Mr. Spielberg, oh, over here, you know, over here, Mr. Spielberg. And he'd be like, you know, Eric, please, Steve. <laughs> Steve, right, um, right. <laughs> you know, we're, we're close. We're tight. Me and Tom, too. <laughs> yeah, cool, uh, awesome. I still call uh Mr. DiCaprio is how I refer to him. Of but, course, yep, very, very mature. You know, um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So so that stuff's really cool. And I there's this one part too in that movie where like I feel like it's so minor, like such a little tiny thing. And I'm sure there's way more like big points that I could really be pointing out. But there's mm-hmm. just like this one moment where um, it was after, you know, that like mo- motel scene. Um, yes. Where basically yes. he gets caught for the first time mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he's like 
just so slick about it. And then, um, like, uh, he like convinces Tom Hanks that, that he's not the guy that he, that, or that Leo is like an FBI guy too, or something. He's like, right. Oh, you you know, you got here. We got, we got here too late. Like, yeah. Very slick. Yeah. Yeah. My guy's bringing him out to the car now. And then like, um, and then Tom, and then he's like, okay, wait here, wait here. Uh, you know, watch, watch the crime scene here. And then Tom Hanks is like, oh, all right. And he's like, he even gave him his wallet. <laughs> and he like doesn't look at it at first and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And then like Leo is outside and there's, this is all super cool, by the way. But the, for some reason, what I'm, what I'm walking toward here is there's like this shot where it's like through the window and it's like Tom Hanks looking out at Leo. And then there's like this kind of, it's, it's like they just blow up the film and you can see like the grain, like all get like yeah. a little bigger. Okay, cool. And there's yeah. like, yeah, there's just something super cool about th- that. That really like, I was like, oh man, that's sick. And like, it's just like a, maybe that's almost even like a flaw where like. Right. But it just know, works. Ma- yeah. Yeah. It's like, maybe they should have yeah. switched lenses. Maybe they should have tried to, maybe they could have cleaned it up a little bit more, but it's just like, yeah, like a little imperfection like that in such like a, I don't know. It just, you know, choices again. There's just so many choices in that movie. Yeah. That, awesome. Um, yeah. That was really So you think cool. that maybe uh, students can learn some shot composition or something from maybe even just that, that specific shot yeah, that you're totally. mentioning. Yeah. Awesome. And it's, cool, it's, cool, cool. In a way cool. it's like, that seems like a, that's one of those like broken rules of sorts where like in any class right. that I, that I was in where we were dealing with camera stuff, it was always like, be very intentional right up front and like mm-hmm. follow the rules kind of thing. Yeah. Don't punch in. There's no punch ins. <laughs> it's switch the lens if you want to be closer or whatever, or move mm-hmm. the camera. Mm-hmm. Like you don't do it in post. Don't save it for post. Right. And it's like, I'd like to think, I feel like, especially on a movie that huge, like that's thought out in the first place. And I think that's like a cool, that was a cool example of, of breaking that sort of rule. Awesome. Cool. Cool. Yeah. What else you got? Um, okay. So I got Pulp Fiction mm-hmm. for my next choice. Um, this is the movie that really, really got me into, uh, trying to study film. Gotcha. Um, yeah, my, uh, graphics teacher showed it to, uh, us in high school. Probably shouldn't have, um, <laughs> because of the content within the film. That's um, I think I was either a sophomore. I, I was a sophomore at the time, actually. Yeah, so it was <laughs> maybe not the uh, most funny, appropriate dude. film. Um, really but, must uh, have snuck that one in, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely snuck it. That's um, funny. He, he was a cool guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I just the first thing I took away from it is the writing. It's it's stellar. The screenwriting. Uh, Quentin Tarantino, of course, directed and uh, wrote the movie. It is solid because all the characters and you know you have samuel jackson john travolta uma mm-hmm. thurman ving roms huge cast of of uh stars bruce willis too is in that one and um the way that they take his script and just you know they'll ad-lib sometimes yeah. too but they'll just they'll just go with the flow it's, it's perfect and um the thing that's the, probably the most important uh part of that movie though is the non-linear uh storytelling the non-linear mm-hmm. plot where you have sections of the overall story be broken up into like episodes 
and right, right. told out of order. So you know, um, but but I think I think that it's done so well that audiences they're not going to really be confused by it. They might be like, oh wait, I thought that guy was over there, and you know, mm-hmm. and stuff. But but they'll catch on pretty quick, um, especially since there's a bunch of intertitles um, when the new like chapter starts in the story. So um, I think that like students can really learn how you know some of the unconventional things about film. Mm-hmm. Um, we are most of the time taught follow the follow these rules you know follow uh, these steps to make a good film and we all need to learn that but there's also some unconventional things that I think are very important and what help to make um, a really really good film too uh-huh. so learning from that and overall it's just a really really good movie um, it's uh, it's themes it's it's pacing it's tone yeah it has His that pacing comedy. is incredible yeah like yeah obviously dialogue is is gigantic but like uh and not not that it's easier or anything but like you know dialogue you can you could just sit down and you perfect on paper over however long it takes you to do or Mm -hmm. you know i don't i don't know if he does any or how much improv is is happening in, in his films dialogue wise um but like the pacing and just like the vibe and the feeling is so like abstract to to do you know that just takes like mm-hmm. skill mm-hmm. and talent and on the day especially yeah especially during those like really intense scenes and you know you see that in a few of uh, a few of the other Tarantino films like yeah. Glorious Bastards and, and whatnot mm-hmm. those intense scenes the pacing the camera movement is so so good so yeah. I think that like I mean students can learn so much from this movie um, and and. Totally. It's a fun movie to watch too, um, because of you know, like you said, there's that comedy aspect to it. There's there's mm-hmm. there's some good jokes in there. Um, there's some action too here and there. Um, and overall, yeah, it's just a it's just a really fun watch and a really interesting movie that it's kind of in a way doesn't have this you know big overall plot. It's yeah. just a whole bunch of stories kind of coming together, and that's mm-hmm. what makes it really really special. So I think. Um, I think that'll be a really good movie for uh, students to watch for sure. Why do you think it's not like already um, something that's, or maybe, maybe it is in, in other schools too, but like mm-hmm. to me, it just seems funny because like it's almost the most like kind of cop out answer in a way to say like as a film student or as a man in your early twenties that, says they like movies that Quentin Tarantino is your favorite director. And it's like, right. I almost wonder if like, is that why it's not being taught? Because it's like, oh, everybody's seen it. Everybody knows it. Right, right. And it's like, well, yeah, well, it's really seen, good. Everyone's seen Citizen Kane, and we've had to watch that movie, I don't know how many times in film school, so uh-huh. the different courses. I mean, that's a good point, though. I mean, I think it has a lot to do with the content within the film. It's very violent, right. a lot of swearing, mm. which, you know, college students that shouldn't really matter too much you're looking at the story itself the crafting the the analytics and everything for sure um but yeah maybe it is a little too in a weird way i guess in a film school way mainstream even though that's kind of a stretch for when you think of mainstream media in in general you know you think mainstream nowadays that's going to be those big blockbuster movies but i guess in film school maybe pulp fiction's a little too popular (laughs) maybe that's why um 
but uh, it's still you know popular or not. Same thing with the Godfather. It's it's still really good, and right. and there's a lot to learn. A uh, lot to lot to learn from it. I feel like um, also for the most part, um, just kind of as a as a neutral observation, um, a lot of the the stuff we learned at UH specifically, which is you know obviously going to be a very specific type of uh, film education. Of just yeah. the just like the level of the program and it's like undergrad undergrad film um and you know stuff stuff like that being in the pacific a lot of our things a lot of our movies and classes were specifically geared toward um like asian cinema um, yeah asian cinema indigenous uh filmmaking mm-hmm. all that stuff yeah and not saying that stuff is bad because there are a lot of there are a lot of good from that but yeah I think that I think you're right that where this class or where I mean UH is located, I think it kind of prohibits some of those uh, famous American movies yeah. um, kind of getting to us because we do want to focus on some of those smaller type yeah, films totally. like the Asian cinema and everything and the influence because I mean in Hawaii we are influenced by so many different cultures uh, which is which is just amazing. Yeah. Um, so I think yeah they really want to kind of focus us in on that kind of kind of stuff too especially for the filmmakers uh in the program yeah i'd say so um yeah that makes sense and then it's kind of like you know that uh i guess all the other ones that i was saying were kind of the you know the not that quentin tarantino was like an older man when he was making that one but like the the older white dude kind of filmmaker kind of right thing. right right and it's like i mean like a scorsese we don't really see too much of him in in uh in film school either yeah uh which is extremely unfortunate because he, he's had some just stellar movies yeah um, i guess so. i guess in a way too yeah like you said it's kind of like already kind of popular basically mainstream or really yeah huge studio movies that they are mainstream um right and like i yeah i guess kind of stuff you could find on your own or everybody has seen on their own and uh yeah i guess so that's kind of a that's one angle that it's like trying to switch it up on us show us stuff we wouldn't see necessarily um one movie that i did really enjoy in school was do the right thing um you know to to give yeah. some to give some propers as what is that saying to give to give the prop <laughs> i don't know what you're saying man <laughs> like proper dues but i feel like okay people, i see some props some props yeah, props to uh That's, yeah okay, I okay. <laughs> maybe I, I don't know why yeah. i want to say propers um, oh, very, <laughs> very articulate there. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, do the right thing. Go ahead. Yeah, do the right thing is super sick. Um, and then sort of to to buck that trend of the of the older white man thing. You know, this was Spike, Spike Lee, Lee yeah. a young black man at the time. Yep. Um, still a black man, not as young, <laughs> um, but still really good. Uh, yeah. And so, do the right thing is super cool. I really like how it's like all kind of one. It's in one day. That's always kind yeah, of fun yeah. to me, like like a bottle episode kind of thing or like a short right. period of time, like the whole thing unfolds in a day. And like the way that, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to uh, very often go to the way that things are shot. Obviously, there's yeah. um, some big, big moral things going on in this movie. I think I I think I watched it in um, an ethics class. Uh, OK, cool. Yeah. So that, you know, obviously there is a do the right thing. The, the title is an, is an ethical statement, basically. Um, exactly. And 
you know, there's a lot uh, going on, like, politically or, um, you know, morally in the movie. And, mm-hmm. you know, with some, something like this, I feel like you could... Uh, maybe we'll, 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 we'll make it a hard stance on, on whether or not we spoil things or... Maybe we'll create a timeline at some point if, if <laughs> yeah, something's probably, older probably. than five years, we'll spoil it or whatever. <laughs> but yeah. like just the way, you know, the way the, the movie plays out. And now, now I'm now I'm just stalling because I can't think of the dude's name. <laughs> so I feel like an ass. But um, the guy that the cops kill at the end. Oh, um, uh, Radio Rahim. Radio Rahim. Yeah. yeah. So the way that, that Radio Rahim's killed by like police and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. this is like a. 1989 obviously like that stuff isn't new either and that's something that no. kind of frustrates me a lot of times with like you know people talking about like ethics and politics and things and you know acting like political movements or civil movements are like new concerns and it's like nah this has always been an that's issue crazy. you know what i mean yeah. yeah yeah and it's just like it's interesting to see that taken on and maybe that was more like whoa in like 1989 um, and it is a really like powerful scene. It's pretty wild. Um, it is. Yeah. It's very, very intense. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So there's just a lot just on that level, just on like the emotional storytelling kind of level. Um, writing, writing wise too, is like really, you know, it just flows well, good, good dialogue, really cool characters. And it's kind of like, um, Shakespearean, um, yeah, the different yeah. types of characters with like Samuel L. Jackson kind of, uh, you know, he's like the 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 narrator or whatever. I'm not yeah, a Shakespeare yeah. guy. I mean, well, he's a he's what is he like a radio DJ? But he's yeah. kind of like narrating the story at the same yeah, time. Yeah, he's bringing right? he kind of brings you through the story, and then there's like right, right. Um, there's that other dude who I who I wanted to call Radio Rahim in the first place, but his name is not Radio Rahim. Is that um, is that bugging out? Is that uh, maybe the dude uh, who's like. He's like holding up. He's got the, like the Malcolm X and the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember his name, but I know exactly who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, like there's. Yeah. He's basically another like narrator type character. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, he's know, in, he's just all over. I mean, he just yeah. comes in to a certain scene or whatever, and then yeah, yeah, yeah I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And there's like the townspeople or whatever, and then uh, right. those three guys um, that sit outside yeah, yes. under like the umbrella and stuff. Yeah, yeah. just kind of like watching things going on and just uh-huh. commenting on everything. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, then there's also, like, then there's the cinematography, which is what I was getting at. Like, right. I'm always going to go to the cinematography and how cool looking hey stuff Hey, man, you're is. a cinematographer. So. Yeah, hey. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, the way that they capture, first of all, like, heat, like, it just looks hot. Oh, yeah. The whole yeah. time. Like, and that's, you know, obviously, like, production design and stuff, too, but, like, just like color the color, yeah, the colors yeah. is all really warm, and like yeah. even the lighting, like, like when it's inside of people's houses, it's like everybody's house is like dark, because mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. you want it to be like a little cooler inside, but yeah, but the yeah. lights coming in from the windows and stuff, yeah. and everybody's just like all sweaty the whole time and stuff. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what else? One time, I, I forget where I where I came across this idea. I feel like it was like a video like a youtube video for another class or something or whatever but it was talking about how um like do the right thing was um because like film stocks the way that the colors are balanced and stuff you know that's all like a man-made thing and for a long time or originally like film stocks were balanced for white skin 
a Caucasian light skin. Right, um, right, right. And even like, I remember like Anne talking a lot about, um, you know, um, like, well, yeah, the, the middle gray, whatever, too much, this is too much nerd stuff. But like, <laughs> is like, you know, you balance no, out like a good. certain aperture for like, for Caucasian skin. Like that is like yeah. a, a caveat mm-hmm. when you're explaining like typical exposure. Um, and just the way that, that, you know, lighting works, but also like, anyway, this, this thing I was watching was like talking about how this was a movie that like really captured like black skin, like really beautifully. And, um, it does. And everybody just looks awesome in it. Um, and then aside from like that coloring stuff, there's like really cool, like Spike Lee moves cameras, super cool. And like, I kind of feel like, um, I kind of feel like Martin Scorsese does this too a little bit where like, it's almost like there's like a lot of dolly shots and it's almost like you can see the camera like wobble a little bit. And like, I kind of love when that happens or like, it'll be like a really quick, like when, um, but yeah. So then there's like other times too, where like when Samuel L is doing his like radio thing and like, they just, it's like super wide lens and it just like, pushes in really fast yeah. like and he's talking yeah. like directly to the camera spike lee does that a lot of like talking directly to the camera and stuff mm-hmm. um and yeah there's super cool stuff like that or like it's not in do or maybe maybe there's a shot like this and do the right thing but i know he does it in a lot of other stuff a few other films of his the um i think they call it the double dolly shot where it's like the camera and the actors are on one platform and okay, they're cool. both moving. So it, it gives the illusion that like instead of a character walking and you can see their shoulders moving or whatever yeah. and the camera's just gliding, it's like they're both gliding and it's like a really awesome, cool, awesome. Like, yeah, the characters are like floating through and I, uh, I, I fully stole that move for my, <laughs> one of my shorts. Um, but I was real stoked to do it, and I th- I think it cool. I think it turned out it did like awesome. look very cool at least, and I think it pretty much worked for the the story too. But um, yeah, stuff like that is so sick to me, and I think yeah, Spike Lee is super cool. Um, cool guy, man. He's a cool guy. Just a cool <laughs> dude. Yeah. Yeah. I like to. He- I think I like um, to hear him talk. Yeah. 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 I think uh, the acting in that film is is so good. I mean, mm-hmm. Giancarlo Esposito. I mean, you look at him now as an actor. Mm-hmm. And you look at him when he was playing Bugging Out. He is crazy in that film. Yeah. Like he's all over the place, right? I mean, his name really reflects uh, the character and how, yeah, how totally. he's acting, you know. And uh, and Mookie, you know, he's played by by Spike Lee, of course. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, really great. But like uh, Danny Danny uh, Aiello, who uh, recently passed too, um, but uh, he plays Sal, mm. really really good. Uh, John Turturro is in that movie too as well. And you know yeah, the performances. Funny? So we're there's a couple people who keep showing up in these movies that we're talking about, like yeah. Spike Lee or not Spike, uh, like Samuel L. is also in Pulp Fiction, obviously. Right, uh, right. Yeah, J- John Turturro right is in. Um, Big Lebowski. Yep, yep. As Jesus. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so man. funny, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, I didn't, uh, didn't really realize that. We were kind of talking about this. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's a that's a good choice. Um, I've actually been able to watch that movie in film school quite a few times. And actually, I did watch it for another class um, that wasn't 
film related, but it was mm. more about domestic issues. Gotcha. Um, and stuff. But we did watch that 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 movie, and um, yeah, it's it's a solid piece of of work. Um, and I think that you're right. There's a lot that students can learn that can read from the film too. So yeah, that's good. That was um, a very effective. Um, movie to show i think yeah one um, of the good ones yeah yeah one of the good ones <laughs> yeah a little or, rare in there like there's but, uh, and i feel like i feel like we kind of already touched on it but you know i feel like we are almost being like i don't like anything that they showed us but like it was a good one that i yeah. really enjoyed on my own that i would have liked and i would have found on my own anyway and you know of course stuff of like course. that um and yeah. It, yeah i mean yeah we're not saying that all the films that we saw in school were just terrible. So we're just, you know, we're, we're redoing the system and we're trying to, trying to figure it out. We're just thinking, yeah, yeah. you know, film schools, you got to show these movies because they're so important. They're so mm-hmm. good. And uh, there's a lot you can learn from them too. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot, of, a lot of films that we watch, like you said, Do the Right Thing, that we did enjoy um, when we weren't talking to each other. We actually were paying attention to the, to the movie uh, yeah. during that time. Uh-huh. Um, Although I, I, my next film, I, I am going to talk about one that we didn't watch, but I think, and I think it's because it's a little bit newer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that is also a trend that we see too in a lot of these film courses is that um, we're getting assigned films that are old, uh, older, I would say, and that's not bad yes. at all. Like a lot, like I just named two movie, the one from the nineteen seventies, one from uh, 19, uh, 1990s. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of new material that's really, really good too. That can teach us the same yeah. lessons, mm-hmm. and maybe not—I don't want to say this word—but bore uh, some of the some mm-hmm. of the class, you know, at the same time. Because you know, uh, some people just don't have the patience for these older movies with slower pacing and, yeah, it's and the tough. dialogue. Some and of stuff. them are really yeah, some of them it's difficult. Yeah, yeah. So some of these newer movies with better, even just better effects, better sound quality, better picture, mm-hmm. um, can just enhance their viewing habits maybe encourage students to actually watch the movie that they're assigned right um and stuff maybe they're they'll be more encouraged to but uh anyway yeah so the movie uh-huh. that i'm pitching here is uh birdman or the unexpected virtue of ignorance and that's all mm. one title hmm. um, I didn't know long was, one. Uh, yeah yeah this is directed by uh, alejandro uh, gonzalez in he also did uh, the revenant uh, recently too um this film is great. Um, it stars uh, Michael Keaton, Emma Stone, uh, Edward Norton, and there is not one bad performance in this movie. Nice. Every performance by every actor on screen is great. Uh, they're, they're great, great, great performances. Um, but, I mean, the most obvious thing about this movie is the cinematography. Right. Um, most of the movie is made to look like one shot. And I know 1917 did that recently, which, I my mean, boy, that movie is... My boy Roger... Roger Deakins, yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, so 1917 did that recently, too, and that was great, too, as well. Yeah. Um, uh, but Birdman, yeah, it tells a really, really good story um, uh, about Michael Keaton's character as he transitions from a blockbuster uh, role uh, in Hollywood to doing theater which uh, on, bar- on Broadway, which is, you know, different for him because he, he, was, he was the character of Birdman for so mm-hmm. many years. Everybody, everybody, and it's kind of a parallel because Michael Keaton in, in real life played Batman. So it's kind right. of that parallel to real life, too, of transitioning from this big blockbuster movie franchise and character to a more subtle type of art. Um, mm-hmm. But both can give the same impact on, on culture. So 
the movie follows uh, follows the character uh, Michael Keaton's character Regan, and it it the camera the way it moves through doors down hallways and the transitions that they use to make these cuts invisible mm-hmm. is really really solid yeah um so i mean of course students can learn so much from uh the cinematography aspect of trying i mean you know some people say oh the long take that's that's just uh, you know it's ridiculous now that everyone's doing it and it's right. a stunt it's a stunt to get people in seats and everything and uh-huh. you know I, I guess there could be some truth to that but i i still think it's pretty awesome and yeah, I the, feel like stuff like that is kind of like there's de- yeah, there's definitely some truth to it in a way or that it like, you know, feels feels a little gimmicky or something. But right. like, um, yeah, it, it is like an immersive way to, to, to make films or whatever. Like, you know, like 1917 is like over such a short period of time. Yeah, I, I maybe probably Birdman is like I, I haven't seen Birdman. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> no, but you would like that. You would like Birdman for sure because I mean yeah. the shots are just incredible. Is but that yeah, no, also like over, a short period of time kind of thing? It's it's like maybe I think it's like maybe three or four days. It's not it's not super, okay. you know it's not like a month of of theater production or anything. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty it's pretty short. Um, but yeah, I mean the way that you have the reason why you want to do long takes is because you want to follow this narrative yeah. you want to follow the characters the same thing happened in 1917 you follow the soldiers mm-hmm. um and so in this one yeah you're really following uh, like i said regan's story as he interacts with the other characters which i said again is just they're great right um and yeah i mean this film also won a best picture oscar as well um and that's how I kind of like heard about it. I was like, oh, okay, let's let's check this out and see if this is this is any good. And it was it was it was really really good. And I think um, that if film courses, film schools can open the door to more recent pictures too, if mm-hmm. they have the time for it, this is definitely one to look at. Yeah. Um, because it's it's such an art piece that it it really transcends the viewer into this world. You feel that you're there because you're following with the with that long take uh, uh, camera movement, and um, yeah, it's 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 just really important to the way that audiences feel when watching movies because you feel right. that emotion in the scene when you get to that close up of, of Emma Stone as she's screaming at her dad, mm-hmm. um, you know, and 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 you, you feel like you're there. You feel like you're getting scolded too. Yeah. Which is which is really good because you really want audiences to feel that emotion when watching a, a movie. So yeah, that's that's gonna be my 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 uh, final one um, that I think uh, film school should definitely uh, consider showing. Um, yeah. There, there is one though. Since you threw in one that that we did see and that you uh-huh. did like, um, I'll throw in one too. Um, I gotta go with uh, the Wizard of Oz. Um, okay. This is one of the first ones that I watched in film school. Interesting. Um, and it's it's not one that I would pick, you know, right away. Like, oh, this is definitely got to be in there. But mm-hmm. I did enjoy. I mean, I've I've seen it before watching it in film school. But you know. It, it is a very, very important uh, movie to the history of film, right. uh, the transition that, uh, that the industry was going through at that time and, and, and color being introduced to. Um, it's a lot of fun, too. It's a musical. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it is, I would say it's a, a little dated, but um, it's, it's a good, you know, if you're going to shove it into a unit, I would shove it into, 
you know, the introduction into, uh, like these, uh, the industry type films too. Mm -hmm. So, so it's, it's, it's a good classic. Yeah. Um, that I think, have you seen the Wizard of Oz before? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm cool. Yeah. Yeah. I got, yeah. I got awesome. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun and, and everything too. Um, like I said, not my first pick, but if I had to choose one that I, I, uh, would say was worth it would, would be, uh, the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. There, there are some other films that I think maybe could, maybe could fit that, but I think, uh, Wizard of Oz would probably be the, the best, uh-huh. best one out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, you got, you got anything else to say or, uh, should we start, uh, wrapping this bad boy up? Mm, one thing that I could say, uh, those are all, those are the movies I thought to, to talk about. And I was thinking, uh, I've, I've been pretty open-ended about this, uh, this app here, I guess. But while we were talking, I was trying to think like, there's definitely like TV, like that's good. You know, like, oh, yeah, incredible, yeah. especially right now. Um, and so one, but I was trying to narrow it down and I'm like, well, how would you show TV in school? Would you show a I would season? Just, yeah, I mean, I, that's a good, yeah, that's a good point. Or at least a few episodes. I would have like right. a unit set yeah. to TV production. Gotcha. You know, um, or yeah, that could be its own class or something. Or yeah, it could be, it's a totally, I mean, because I mean, we're talking mostly about, you know, film school. Yeah. Um, but, but TV is such a big part of media and a big part it of, really of our culture. So, and part of the yeah, work, I mean, you know, if you graduate, yeah. it's, you know, to, it almost feels like, like, uh, you know, makes like sort of a feeling of like, Oh, TV's like less or something. Or, I don't think anybody really thinks that. But you know what I mean? Just right, the fact right, that right. it's like almost not touched upon at all. Um, that's that's a really good little. point. But one, I narrowed it down to I just something I think is very cool. And if you yeah. were going to show like one episode of like a TV show, there's this one episode of Mad Men. Do you, have you watched Mad Men yet? I haven't I feel watched like I it ask yet. You this all the time. Yeah, yeah. You have asked me this, and I just, I just haven't gotten to it yet. Um, I'm watching a whole bunch of of shows, especially right now during this crazy quarantine time um but i haven't gotten to Mad Men yet um hopefully i'll get there soon uh-huh um i've heard nothing but good things about it though yeah yeah um but yeah so this one episode is called the suitcase and you know maybe it, maybe it's be weird to show in school too because it's in like it's like far into the series and stuff um but it's like it's the best episode and it's right it's just so well made. It shows so much like character. Like I don't know. I guess you kind of already have to have some background too. Maybe this is a, maybe this is a, a, a moot <laughs> no, point. That's a, that's a, but, that's a good uh, idea to just pitch some of, some of these things and see how it goes. Yeah. Um, At the very yeah. least, the concept of like showing something uh, like TV show. But yeah. either way, yeah. That, I think that was my last little my last little okay. point I wanted to get in. Um, cool. Yeah, that's a good point because I think that you know not everybody that goes to I mean, our program is creative media, not necessarily, you know, film. Right. This is very um, true. And, you know, there, there, there could be a lot of students out there um, that want to just do TV. Yeah, for and, sure. And that is what they're really passionate about. And I think that the lack of that or, you know, what we've experienced, of course, we don't have really knowledge of other film schools and how right. they kind of run things. But um, having a class... Or even, you know, if that's too much, just a unit dedicated to television because it is different. The way things are shot, 
the different genres that there are too. Yeah. Uh, the way things are shot, the way the that uh, TV production is different from uh, movie production is so important to know for students that want to do film or just want to do TV uh, as well. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's yeah, that's a really really good point. I, I think that is something that maybe they should look into because uh, yeah, I have a feeling that quite a few students out there that maybe want to do a uh, film later on want to start a tv mm-hmm. um and maybe that is the only place to go uh, after graduation starting at tv and with no yeah. experience it's kind of you know it's it's not an easy transition uh to make um, from studying film uh throughout the the program's life so for sure yeah that's 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 awesome yeah um but yeah you, you got any other other closing thoughts or you're we're uh, wrapping up here um I think we'll yeah I think we're ready to wrap this up. So we we had we'll go over our list again one more time. So I had The Godfather, Pulp Fiction, uh, and Birdman, uh, or The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance, mm-hmm. as the full title is. And your list was Big Lebowski, uh, Catch Me If You Can, Do the Right Thing, which was taught in school, but I was very appreciative of it. And uh, you know I suggest uh, getting some more TV in there. And yeah. to, to throw a hat in the ring, one thing to show, the suitcase, Mad Men. The suitcase, Mad Men. All if right, and I will, you gotta I will watch, watch that, that episode, too. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so uh, if anyone in the audience wants to check out these movies, you don't have to be in film school to watch them. No, yeah. Get out there, wa- watch these movies. They're great. Um, yeah. Godfather, obviously, is a part of a franchise, so watch all three of them. Uh, mm-hmm. Read the book, whatever you want to do. Um, I bet, yeah, too, so, awesome. for the rest of the show, you know, this was a very film school-centric episode. Right. Um, and I, I, I think we talked about it in a pretty accessible way. But if you did not think so, you know, maybe just maybe stick around a little bit longer because I'm sure we'll be speaking more generally about just, oh, you know. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Just yeah. some more consumer-level stuff. Yeah, th- this this show is really there's no set format. There's no yeah. super intelligent. I mean, we'll get we'll get to the analysis here and there, mm-hmm. um, and get you know get real geeky on this stuff. But um, shooting the breeze. Yeah, now. we just yeah we're just shooting the breeze. We just want to talk about movies. Just have some fun. Um, yeah, but this yeah this first episode we just kind of came up with it because I mean we were in film school together. Yeah, these are the kind of things that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Why are we watching this movie? Yeah. <laughs> Why are we watching this one? So uh, yeah, yeah, we just kind of wanted to start this off, uh, start off the show uh, with an episode like this to uh-huh. just kind of explain what what the show is about. Um, but there's gonna be a whole bunch of different episodes about all kinds of random stuff in movie and media and TV. So um, look forward to that. And um, thank you, uh, thank you for joining us, and we'll catch you guys later, on another episode. Catch you on the flippity.